Good morning, everyone. So I'm back in Stockholm. Last week, me and Anna Sara was talking to you from Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Bethlehem. We were traveling around, eating so much delicious food, as we've told you about. And coming home always gives me such mixed feelings. I think ever since I started traveling, I've been dreading to... Dreading might not be the right word, but feeling uneasy coming back home, even though it's nice to to see everyone, to come home to your apartment and having some of that daily life feel. It usually just takes me a couple of days and then I want to travel again, go someplace else, go someplace new. And I think there's many reasons for that, but mainly just because I so much enjoy having new experiences, discovering new places, getting to new, know new people in a different environment, learning how to cook new food, getting inspired, and so on. But I do think that everyone has something that they in particular, in particularly looks forward to when they come home. And I haven't necessarily had that focus Besides, okay, I'm really looking forward to seeing my friends or my family. And after that, like I said, a couple of days and okay, ready for a new adventure. And then I miss my family. I miss my friends. And then it goes on and off between that. But I've been trying to really get my, my apartment together and to, to get that at feeling at home in Stockholm. And that has actually made a difference. Now I can actually relate to what people have been telling me ever since I started traveling. Like, don't you miss your own bed? Don't you miss that? Or I miss my own bed. And I haven't really had that feeling. But now I do. It is kind of nice to get home to my own bed and my my breakfast. But mainly, surprise, surprise I look forward to coming home to my amazing box of chocolate bars uh, because traveling it's amazing to be able to discover new things and look for new food but this time it was kind of hard to find chocolate I only found one bean to bar chocolate bar and uh, that's called holy cacao I haven't actually tasted it yet I will uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for waiting to share it but other than that, I didn't find a lot of chocolate. So I was really looking forward to coming home to my amazing stash of chocolate and doing some chocolate tastings with friends. So that's what I looked forward to the most. But having had not really that much of warm weather, as we told you, Coming back to Stockholm, I was expecting to for spring to at least be getting here. We had some nice days. People were sitting out in the sun, having coffee and tea. You really get the spring vibe. But it's April. And April in Sweden can be anywhere from winter to really nice spring. And we've had, definitely had a flashback to wintertime. So we've had like... Two degrees, minus degrees here in Stockholm. It even snowed yesterday. And that is kind of depressing. So I tried to boost myself with hot chocolate and other warm beverages 
So I wanted to talk to you today about chocolate tea or cacao tea. Because everyone has a favorite way to make hot chocolate. Um, mine is with lots and lots of chocolate, almost like drinking a hot chocolate sauce. So I want it to be intense. It doesn't have to be a lot, but it should be really thick and creamy and chocolatey. When it comes to tea, of course, it's something different. A tea should be smooth, bland, it's watery, but you can still get it to have a lot of flavor. You can make chocolate tea in many different ways. Of course, you can have... There, there's several different brands of tea out there that has tea, uh, black tea, green tea, and they add uh, chocolate pieces to get a chocolate fla flavor or aromas, which is not my favorite, of course. But you can also use cocoa shells and cocoa nibs. You can add it to an, a tea blend already. Or you make a herbal tea with just cacao. And that's one of my really go-to drinks. So there was a big discussion uh, not so long ago in social media talking about cocoa shells. Some were saying that it's not something that you should use. And other people were saying, no, definitely use it. It makes a delicious tea and it's good for sustainability that you it's not, it doesn't become a waste product. And I can agree with both sides because the cacao shell is what protects the cocoa bean that you use to make chocolate, you use it to make cocoa powder, you use it to get the cocoa butter, etc. So the bean, the seed, is the main thing that's used in production. So the cocoa shell is used to protect the bean. And unless you know that the bean has been processed well, I don't want to drink tea made of cocoa shell because I want to know that there's no no uh, no no kind of pollution and that it's been roasted well. So in case there are any um, anything on the cocoa shell that I don't want to eat, drink, that it has been taken care of. And there's so many amazing chocolate makers who work with quality cacao and they know every step of the way that the cacao bean that they use go through. And when it comes to these makers, I have no problem drinking tea made of cocoa shells from their beans. So just like with everything else, know your sources, know where your products come from, because cocoa shells can make a great tea. And if the makers would have just have thrown the cocoa shell away, then of course, it's an amazing way to, to use a potential waste product. But maybe they would also, instead of making tea, use it in the garden um, uh, as a fertilizer or something else. So there's many ways to use most products that we consider waste when it comes to food. So cocoa tea made out of chocolate shell, cacao shells. Go for it if you have the possibility to try it. Another way that might be easier access for most people is to use the cacao nibs. Because in a lot of grocery stores now, all around the world, in a lot of online shops or from chocolate makers, you can buy the nibs that is used to make chocolate. So when you crush up the nibs in a grinder, there's so many different machines and stone grinders to use to make chocolate. But the nibs 
So the cocoa beans made to, like crushed into pieces. That's the nibs and that's the basic and main ingredients of chocolate. So if you want to make a hot beverage, you put the nibs into your hot water and that gives you a different kind of cacao drink. It's so easy to make and of course with everything else, you can mix it with different herbs, you can add tea to it, uh, white tea, green tea, red tea and just play with your own taste buds. I think it's delicious to combine the nibs or the cocoa shells with fresh gra freshly grated ginger so i get that coconut uh, earthiness and the ginger with some spice and uh, I, I like my ginger uh, teas and uh, herbals and even the 100% ginger juice so i like the intense spiciness of ginger so i usually add a lot but when I mix it with chocolate, you, I don't want it to be overpowering. So a little bit of ginger, a little bit of cocoa nibs, and you have a delicious drink if you want to change it and not only have hot chocolate. So switch it up a little bit, try something new. And if you've been out traveling, I hope that you've been able to come home to something that you love, something that you enjoy. Maybe you're going away this weekend and then I wish you a lovely time. Have a lovely weekend to everyone, even those of you who are staying home. Do something for yourself. Try a chocolate tea in some way, maybe. So, take care, everyone. Ciao!